What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the YouTube podcast. Uh, I'm Andrew, joined by Chase. Hello. Uh, and depending on when you listen to this, it, it could be five minutes after when I, we, we just did a recording, doing another one real quick. Well, I say real quick. There's something. I, yeah. As we said, there's something real quick. Uh, this is our special Valentine's Day list. Um, we decided to not put romance. Well, I, I decided. I'm sure Chase didn't want to do this, but I decided for us to do a special um, uh, lovey romantic uh, movie list for um, Valentine's Day, as opposed to adding it to the best of the rest, which is what we just did. Um, and so this is going to be our uh, top 25, but we're only we're only going to get into our top 10. But we're going to let y'all know what our 25 to 11 were, but we're not going to, I swear to God, we're not going to talk about those. Oh, God, yeah, I am. I, 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 I know, know you are. I know I'm going to, because I suck. Um, He's got to say real fast. Oh, my God. Um, I, I guess before we start, are you, are you doing anything for uh, Valentine's Day? Um, we're going to have to work, of course, being a bartender. It's, what, it's on what, Tuesday? It's on Tuesday, so I'll be working. Uh, we are going to try and see if we can get a babysitter for Friday and go see Ant-Man do dinner or something like that. Oh, okay. I, 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 I didn't know what was coming out. I just I saw it yesterday. <laughs> I was and like, oh, okay. it's coming out Friday. I, I, I've been trying so hard not to watch trailers that I, yeah. um, I, I don't know when things come out anymore. Like I saw that I think Shazam comes out in March, I think, or something. I, don't really I have no clue. I don't, I don't really care. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, we're gonna have to do the uh, whole James Gunn episode about uh, the new DC and all. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if any of that. I, I think he's putting the cart before the horse there, um, which is what they did last time, and everything failed. Well, I mean, Marvel did the same thing. But, and, but Marvel was successful. Uh, yeah, though. there's true. a fucking difference. Yeah, you know? true. Um, okay, so let, no, I, I say let's get into it, um, because I know that it's going to take an hour, even if we just do our 10. So um, I'll start at uh, my number 25 is, if I can find it, because I didn't write them in order, um, is Casablanca. Um, I, I recently saw this for the first time, um, and uh, it's it's a obviously classic. Uh, twenty four is uh, singing in the rain. Uh, twenty three, I have the big sick, which um, if you haven't seen, you should definitely sh- check out. It's, it's a uh, Judd Apatow movie. Uh, it's awesome, so good. Um, Romeo and Juliet from nineteen ninety six is my twenty two. Uh, love me, love me. <laughs> my number twenty one is Love and Basketball with uh, Omar Epps. Uh, it's a basketball movie. I love it, um, but it's it's just a great. Um, story about about hoops and, and love in general. Um, number twenty, if I can, uh, is when Harry met Sally, which I'm sure on, so it, that's probably in Chase's top ten. I'm assuming because you know he's old and he's he has to put it up there. It's it's, it's like, a great. It, movie. It's like that. Like an Andy Hall is probably like like nah, a list. and the graduate also. Nah, nah. Uh, number nineteen for me um, is the Folio Virgin, which is funny because like Chase said, he refuses to put it on his list, but the movie's about you know that. So I mean, like it's it's a great film. It's about getting some. About getting some, baby. Uh, my, my number eighteen is her, uh, the movie by Spike Jones, uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix with Scarlett Johansson as this AI that he falls in love with. Uh, my number seventeen is Sixteen Candles. Um, it's one of my um, favorite of that genre. In the eighties, uh, my number sixteen is uh, True Romance, which is weird to have. It's so violent, it's weird to have it on there, but it is a very it is a nice little super love story. passionate, crazy you know story. It's um, like it's just pretty woman kind of told differently. You know, yeah, right. It's, it's close. <laughs> it, it's, I, was about, I was like, I was like, should I have this or 
Natural Born Killers. Both are, both, both are beautiful love stories, you know. I, I, I went with this instead, you know. Uh, my number 15 is Coming to America. Um, it's also on my comedy list, fucking hysterical. Um, but what this is, I, I think people forget that this is all about love also. Like, like, like he goes to America to find love. It's to great. To find his queen. <laughs> he goes to Queens. Uh, but number 14 is uh, probably Zach Braff's only good movie, and that is Garden State. Um, amazing soundtrack as well. Now, the Portman's incredible in this. Um, my number 13 Eve, uh something I can't find because I don't know what I'm looking for, uh, is um, the John Cusack-led High Fidelity. Um, this is very, a, a, a little nihilistic, a, a little bit, too. It's almost anti-love. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, it, it's very, um, like, I, I said I wouldn't get into it. I'm, I'm not going to get into it. Uh, I, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, number 12, uh, which I just saw, and now I don't know where it went. Um Oh my God! It's Ghost, uh, starring Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, uh, which I think this also netted uh, Whoopi Goldberg an Oscar, right? It did, yeah, yeah. Uh, very, 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 very fun movie. You know, with the supernatural and everything, it's great. I think uh, they're making a remake of that. Okay, my, my number eleven is uh, Scott Pilgrim. Um, the The entire movie is about him him trying to, to prove love and stuff and everything. Um, and then my uh, yeah, and I'll stop there. Okay. Uh, my number twenty five is the Patrick Swayze Dirty Dancing. Okay. Uh, my number twenty four is Adam Sandler's Fifty First Dates. I okay. think it's a very. Did cute you know movie. that that was a true story? No, I, 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 st- I, I don't believe it. I didn't know that. It's, it's, it's about um, so it's, it's based on a person that they had this issue. So she got into like two two different uh, car accidents, and it, it it fucked up her brain that she always thinks it's nineteen ninety four, and so she wakes up and she thinks that that like she's twenty years younger. And that and that and the prime ministers, whoever it is, and, and so she, so her brain is stuck in in 1994. It's fucking crazy. That's pretty crazy. Uh, my number 23 is Zach and Mira Makeup Orange. Uh, really? Okay. I love that Kevin Smith movie. Uh, my number 22 is Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, my tr- number 21 is Ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 20 is The Notebook. It makes me cry every time. Too cheesy for me. I love it. Uh, number 19 is Titanic. Okay. Those two only had each other. <laughs> Uh, number 18 is Roxanne, Steve Martin movie. Okay, yeah. Uh, number 17 is Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16, My Best Friend's Wedding, Julia Roberts. Uh, 15 is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Uh, 14 is Notting Hill. Uh, number 13, I'm pretty sure top on Drew's list, is 500 Days of Summer. It is on the list. Uh, number 12 is Knocked Up. Because it's always good story about an ugly guy who knocks a pretty it's girl. It's weird that you're such a fan of Apatow and, and you haven't seen the the, the like Big Sick. It came out. It didn't. It didn't get like a lot of. Um, it's got um, Kamel, uh, the the guy that got in shape to to be like in the Internals. Um, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's it, it, it's also in my in my movies based on like historical stuff. Yeah. It, so it's it's based on his actual life. Oh, really? And I, I remember when it came out, I just didn't get a it's fucking to great, it. man. I mean, like he's he's amazing in it. Um, it's it's like it fucking made me cry. Like it's it's awesome, and, and like and the fact that like so much of it is real, and like you know, it's it's all from from like his actual past and stuff. It's fucking awesome. Oh, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, and then my number 11 is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay, great. Um, did you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, I'll start. Okay. Number 10 uh, is Wally. I okay. think it's just a beautiful movie. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just two robots that find love in a crazy world of dystopia and the world's pretty much ending. And it's just, it's a beautiful story of a robot. 
who is alone and meets a girl robot and he just will do anything for her and I, it's just the whole movie i think yeah. it's just beautiful um it, there, there's a lot more there i think than just the romantic element, oh, true. You know, yeah, about sure. uh, i mean like the, uh, there's, about, there's a whole obesity of like well yeah yeah that, i mean but, but just i mean like there's just a, a lot about with with Wally's character in general, how oh, like true. you know he's he's programmed to have a purpose and that's what he does, you know, and he, he like there's something to be said about a person finding pride in their in their work and, and he's happy with that until until he's given something else more to want, you know, and everything. I mean, like I mean, like you know, it, it's it's definitely one of those movies for, from Pixar that has been broken down a lot. Yeah, I, I feel bad for the director because like his next movie was John Carter, so after that he's never done like anything. He's like episode. He's like done an episode of like Stranger Things, yeah. but like he's never gotten any big movie ever. Dude, again. when when John Carter first came out, um, I had never heard of the book. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't either. Anything, right? I just saw the trailer and I was like, "Yo, this looks fucking cool, man." See, I thought like when I saw the trailer, I was like. It's wild, wild west. I love it. I I, I, I western. So, so, so to me, it looked like a space age wild west movie, and I was like, "How's that? That sounds cool, man. Like, how's that going to work?" And it wasn't that at all. It's literally he's in the west for fucking like maybe what five minutes in the movie, and then he goes to Mars. Like, 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 but but they push it as like a cowboy film or whatever, and that's nothing to even do with the fucking movie. Yeah. What's your uh, number 10? My number 10 is uh, Up in the Air. Um, came out back in 2009, starring uh, George Clooney, Vera, uh, Vera Firminga, um, and Anna Kendrick, um, directed by Jason Reitman. Um, just a, a film about uh, a, this guy that um, he kind of, he, he goes to companies and he fires people. Yeah, and he, so they don't have to. Yeah, yeah so, so that they don't have to. And he's, he's become very callous. He's become very short. Um, he doesn't find little in life to really root for except to get in this club, the like 5,000 miles club or something. It's like 5 million miles. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, something like, yeah, it's something like that. And so, and so, so like that's, that's his only goal in life, you know? And so, and, and he, he gets to this new young upstart um, in Anna Kendrick and she like has this new life and he, it kind of begins to like, you know, lean into him a little bit and he meets this, you know, woman and stuff and he decides, all right, like, you know, he's been having a lot of these like one night stands and stuff, you know, obviously because he flies all the time and this woman seems to match his energy and stuff. And he's like, you know what, man, I've been, I've been fucking flying around forever. You know, I, I want to like, you know, go for it and come to find out he, She's already married. She's already doing it. And, and like, it just, you know, it's, it's just great. It's, it's, it it's, great it's, it's very good movie. And then, uh, like a little fun fact um, that I didn't know until uh, here recently, the, um, the, there's a scene, uh, well, a few scenes of when, when they're firing people and it's like, you know, uh, Danny McBride, um, Sam Elliott, JK Simmons, Zach Galifianakis, right? Um, all those actors were specifically hired to play these fired people because they had all just been fired. Um, that they had all just lost roles that, that they were supposed to do. So, so the um, so Reitman wanted to get actors who could feel that that sense of of you know rejection that 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 it just happened and stuff, whatever. And so he wanted a lot of that natural energy in in his film and stuff, whatever. But uh, that's cool. I didn't know that. uh, yeah, but I mean, like you know, George Clooney is fucking amazing. Um, I almost had him in my top three. I might I might still stick him in there. Oh, I, right. I'm still dude. I've got like both my I've got two actors, two directors in there, and I don't know what to do with, with the third ones. I want I want five more spots. Like it sucks. <laughs> uh, what's your number nine? Uh, my number nine is as good as it gets. Uh, I believe it's James Brooks. <clears throat> Sorry, um, it uh, stars Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. Jack Nicholson has uh, like a 
ADHD, super bad, and he's a writer and he lives like by himself and has his own kind of life. And he, you he make does, me want to be a better man. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, he just does his own thing and he goes to the same restaurant and he kind of falls in love with this waitress and she has a kid that has medical problems and they can't afford it and stuff like that and he tries to help out just to get her to come back to work and a whole bunch of stuff happens but it's just a very romantic movie i think both of them were nominated for academy awards i think, I think so he too. won I, I th- I they might have both won i can't I, remember I but i think he won i think he won but it's because it was almost like like a resurgence for him because yeah. you know he had done like wolf and like a few other like kind of like shit shit movies yeah um i feel like you know he did this it was almost like a john travolta thing you know like you know where, where, where he just came back all of a sudden and like he started doing more stuff or yeah. whatever but it's it's just a fantastic movie yeah i've only seen it once so i didn't feel right so, so everything on my list I wanted to at least seen twice. Um, so I, I didn't want to put anything on there that I, I kind of remembered or whatever, you know. So I wanted it to be a little bit more genuine. So that's why some things are not on my list. I'm not sure if they won. Uh, maybe Greg Kinnear won for Best Supporting I, Actor. See, I, I can't I, remember. Was that once, but wasn't he like her gay neighbor? Yeah. He, oh, no, he was his gay neighbor. And he, got, and he had a he dog got attacked, and he right? got attacked. Yeah. And so Jack Nicholson had to take care of the dog. Yeah. And uh, Cuba Goon Jr. is in it, and that's like her, his boyfriend or something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's uh, in like this relationship he grows with the dog. Yeah, it's 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 just it's special. And like, I feel like is that the one that has Keanu Reeves in it? And like he he's dating the older woman and stuff. No, no, it's not that one. Okay, uh, my number nine. Um, Chase is gonna hate this. Um, it's two thousand eight Slumdog Millionaire. Um, I know he doesn't like this movie. Um, I I love this movie. Uh, starring Dev Patel. It was like his first thing. Um, it's probably my favorite. Film directed by Danny Boyle. Um, I love the story. I, I love this idea of this person who's not smart and just literally having every answer because his life has just been leading to this moment, you know. And it's like it's like he's gone through all these trials and tribulations. You know, he's almost died. You know, he's just all he's dealt with prejudice, he's covered in crap. Yeah, there's you know he's fought so hard. And every every instance, you know, he's been turned away, and his own friend, you know, like fucked him over and stuff, you know, and he just there's all about perseverance and just just not giving up and just I, I love all of that, um, and it, it, it was like this really heralded as this like you know really feel good movie and and it's, but I I think Danny Boyle puts a lot of like energy in it as well there's a lot of, of really electric moments like you know I, I like it has a really good soundtrack as well um and i, I just i think it's great man i think it's awesome uh i, I know that you're not really into it but you know that's, it's, that's okay it's not for me uh i, I, I believe it won best picture didn't it yeah it did. and, and like and like everybody kind of got mad that like it won best picture because like like you know because it was like the the safest choice that year, I think, or whatever. I mean, the idea and stuff of it is very original. It's, it's kind of it's kind of like when the Green Book won. It, it, that was like yeah. a very like Drive Miss Daisy, super safe pick. Uh, which number eight? eight. Uh, number eight is there's something about Mary uh, Ben Stiller, Cameron Diaz. It's just I love the story of like the nerd. He doesn't get the girl in high school, and then he grows up, and he you know he goes after her again, and it's just it's just a it's a beautiful story in the movie it's just hysterical uh i think this was one of the big movies that actually put ben stiller on the map it changes like because he had done a lot of like little stuff but in side roles but for him like he was the main actor and just really killed it yeah um it's like it's weird because like you know when, when i decided to do this category 
I didn't really know how to go because like there's a lot of romantic comedies, you yes. know, um, and, and like you know, there, but there's a lot of films on my list that are not romantic comedies exactly. It's just romance is the central theme of it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so, so for, for for like better or worse, uh, I agree. That this movie is really funny. I, I love that you went and saw it with your mom yeah, in theaters, which is fucking hysterical. Um, it, did you say that she she laughed at the hair gel scene? Yes, the hair like yeah. she, like it's so funny because like he's about to go on a date and the guy gives some advice like yeah. you got to jerk it before yeah, you go out first. Yeah. So uh, he like he's jerking and I'm sitting there I'm like covering my face because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> and then when she finally comes to the door and she goes, "Oh, is that hair gel?" And like she rubs yeah. it and her hair gets messed up. My mom just burst out laughing. Yeah. She thinks for some reason, I guess just being a woman, like you have to maintain your hair so much that yeah. when you mess up your hair, she always has found that it's funny. Fucking funny. So that uh, th- there's a lot of like really great scenes. Um, when that's, been- that's, oh, I, just, I mean, there's so many great lines. Like, what the hell is Brett Favre doing here? <laughs> Uh, was it Matt, not Matt Damon, but uh, Matt Dillon? Matt Dillon, like he is great. And he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but he is well, so he's lying. And he's taking care of all the kids and he got needs. <laughs> he's just he's playing football. He's, he's just fucking trucking them. He's oh, just yeah. knocking them out. Or what he's like, special my ass. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, that there's that one kid you know, like 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 he's he's a big guy, but like if they want a leash, you know, yeah, but yeah. like you know he can run as far as he wants. Yeah, uh, all that's great. Uh, when Ben Stiller is in the car with um, like Harlan Williams, and oh, he's yeah. seven. <laughs> Ads. I'm told the next guy comes up with six. Six? Can't no. burn up a switch six minutes. You know, um, step my office. You're fucking fired. Yeah. And then the whole opening scene of him in high school. Yeah. He's like. <laughs> Franks and Beans. Yeah, Franks and Beans. I mean, I was laughing yeah. so hard at that. All, all that's great. Uh, my number um, eight is something that you already mentioned, actually, and that is uh, 1997's Titanic. Um, just, uh, it's hard to explain now to people who, in 2023 how big that movie how was. How big it was. It just got passed by Avatar. Yeah. And they already said they're like, because I guess Titanic is still in theaters. They're like, next weekend, <laughs> because of Valentine's Day and stuff, they're like, Titanic yeah. will overtake it it's again. Been, it, it might be James Cameron's best film um, in terms of just. Um, Overall direction um, and, and the, I mean, like you know, it's not. I mean, I mean, Avatar is his most grandiose film, probably you know, in terms of just like effects and everything else. Yeah. But I feel like Titanic is a really good medium place um, where you have a really good script, uh, amazing cast as well. It's also got fucking DiCaprio, who who, you know, who is on my list. Um, yeah. Um, and then you you have just as you said before, it's got Kathy Bates, Billy Zane. You know, it's just got like all, all these fucking actors in it. You know, it's I fucking Billy Zane did more stuff. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Paxton, you know, and everything. Yeah. yeah so uh, you know, but it it, uh, it was nominated for I believe four, yeah was, for four, fourteen Oscars. I, was, I thought it was eleven, but it was good. It won eleven. Oh, okay, that's what yeah, um, yeah. It, uh, it, it, it like it's tied for the most Oscar nominations ever uh, with. Um, all about Eve, which I've never seen before, or whatever. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I love this film. It's, I will say, I hate the song though. Yeah, it just uh, like I don't know how that song got so popular. It's I don't think it's that's one of the funniest um, one of the funniest bits in like Supernatural. I think like season nine when they go back in time to to let the Titanic not sink. Um, and, and that song like never exists or whatever. <laughs> that's you know, it's great. great. That's great. Uh, yeah, but like um, it just. 
Kate Winslet and Leo have really great chemistry here. Um, the, the him coming up from basically nothing, but he has this like you know poetic soul, and like you know he he understands life more than her, even though she's she's traveled more than him and done more. She has more money, you know. Um, you know all that's great. Uh, th- there's so much you know classism as well in, in the script and, 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 and like obviously on the ship and stuff, you know, and everything. Um, it's a really sad tale of about you know overabundance and overconfidence um, from the the um uh i keep wanting to say pilot no the, the captain and just you know putting like you know just just not doing any safety precautions and shit and just thinking that like oh it's a big boat it'd be fucking fine and it's cool uh, I'll, uh, i don't know sorry it's cool I like i like it a lot sometimes when they'll take a historical event and then add like a story to it that takes place at it yeah but then put in all the actual historical accuracies yeah yeah, yeah. like uh the band that plays yeah the entire time and yeah. the old couple they find in bed they like they that actually happened and stuff but then add you know jack and yeah um the uh, music was done by uh james horner oh, i think won an oscar as well for uh, for music i mean like, i i agree i don't like that song but the the actual scores in the movie oh, yeah, are, good, are, yeah. are fucking amazing um what's your number seven uh my number seven is bull durham starring susan sarandon uh kevin costner and uh andy dufresne no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh it's a baseball story love story of a guy who's crash davis who's traveled around been on so many minor league teams uh is about to set the record for most home runs in the minor leagues and he finally kind of at his almost last stop and he doesn't want to stop and there's this young pitcher they want him to mentor he's a uh, crazy good got a rocket of an arm and the girl he's sam neal right who the like, pitcher? No, it's a uh, uh, the guy who's in Shawshank. Oh, uh, Tim Robbins. Yeah, Tim Robbins. Uh, he calls him meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, the movie is hysterical, especially if you love baseball. Susan Sarandon's kind of like the scorekeeper, and every uh, year she picks like one player and kind of has like a love like relationship with them and stuff, and uh, she chooses the pitcher, uh, meat, and uh, kind of has like. Of more chemistry definitely with Kevin Costner's character they're more of the same age and it's just it's like they have this like love triangle where he's you know throughout the movie and it's just I don't know it's a, it's very romantic it's beautiful Kevin Costner has just great lines all throughout yeah. it to Susan Sarandon uh, and it's it's a great love story and yeah it's weird I've, is that is it higher on your romance list than on your sports list uh, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> I thought that'd be kind of funny, actually. Uh, yeah, no, this is exact same thing I was saying on the last episode. Um, it, it, like, I don't care about baseball, um, yeah. but like for whatever reason, it is the, the most, most romantic sport sport uh, filmable. Um, you know, oh, yeah. it's I, it might be because it's so slow that you're able to to create moments with it as opposed well, think, to basketball, hockey and football where, yeah, where I, it's I, all it's so fast that like you know you know you you can't set up that that guy like sitting there you know you know like like looking at pitches and stuff and looking at runners and you know I, there's more story to tell I think you know with it I agree yeah um and cuz you could show the pitcher pitching and yeah. then you can show like and the so coaches look yeah you know yeah and then you have to show the batter hitting and that you can't do that in one shot 
in a very yeah. good way. Well, like you, you can't do it where it's as believable. Yeah, you know. Um, no, I agree. Uh, this is this is one. It, it's also I believe on my sports list as well, uh, and it, it's one of Kevin Costner's better baseball movies. Oh, he's he, done like six. He's so. got a lot. Um, I, I, it makes me think Susan Rand is attractive. So like that's good. Yeah, it does. Know? She is. She's very. Uh, no, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I always like the, uh, the the stories about the uh, uh, broken down player. Like you know. Um, the hell's a guy's name in uh, Major League? Um, Ricky Vaughn? No, 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 no. The um, like Tom Tom Berenger. Berenger, yeah. He, he's like he's yeah. older. You know, his knees are fucked and stuff. You know, but he still loves the game. Um, like, like I, 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 I see, I see that a lot. It's such now that because like you know we're we're like forty, so like you yeah. know, I like you know all that stuff is great. Um, you know, but yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, like Bull Durham, I, like like this and Tin Cup are my two of my favorites of Tin his. Tin Cup's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, uh, my number seven is something that you already also said. Um, I think it was number 20. That is 1987's Derby Dancing. Uh, starring Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Grey, Jerry Orbach, uh, directed by uh, Emil Ordihilino, I think is how you said that name. I think it's crazy this movie um, was such a small script and it made so much fucking money. Yeah, it made so much money. Um, and like, like, th- there's a whole documentary about it on Netflix. It's super interesting. Um, the fact that it came down to uh, four actors. Um, it was like Jennifer Grey, Patrick Swayze. I forget who the, the other two people were, but Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey hated each other because they they had done Red Dawn together, and he thought she was like a spoiled bitch, and he, she thought he was like a dick, you know. So like, they they didn't like each other, but. They had so much chemistry on camera, and they danced so well together because Patrick Swayze's mom, I believe, was a a dance instructor, and so he, he was actually trained in in ballet, and um, it's you know so like you know so so they you know really wanted him to do it and stuff, and so eventually Patrick Swayze, I believe, and Jennifer Grey talked it out and stuff, and thank God because they're they're fucking awesome on screen together, uh, you know, just just really classic, you know, coming of age story, you know, for for girls and stuff, you know. Um, about you know a woman coming into her you know sexuality Coming of age of a fifteen year old going out with a twenty six I know yeah it's super weird but it, it was it was what like 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 the fifties or yes, something the forties yeah. you know because like like we watched you know Raging Bull and like you know he was like you know twenty I think the girl's like sixteen or something but he's like ooh I'm like dude like in, in the thirties like 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 it, it, that was normal as soon as a girl um you know hit like fifteen sixteen like like that they began you know. Like him getting courted and stuff. It's fucking weird. Anyways, um, yeah, j- there's just so much stuff there still. I mean, with women dealing with like abortion and stuff, you know, and how scary that shit is. That was like one of the things where I saw the movie as a kid and I didn't get that. I didn't get it either. Yeah. And then when I'm older, I was like, oh, she had an abortion. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. And now it's harrowing. It's like, yeah. wow, that's fucking scary, man. Um, and they're just, I think. Like, I always thought she got mugged or something. Because, like, the guy mm. says something. Like, he came at her with a rusty knife. So, I just thought, like, <sighs> she got, like... Yeah. I and now uh, that is she had an abortion. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, I think even as a guy, you can see just characteristics as as a kid in in your baby that like you know this wanting to be cool this like you know you you come from like a different world and you just want to be accepted and stuff you know and so and so she's fighting for that you know the whole the whole time and her dad doesn't respect her you know and then like you know and then like Patrick Swayze doesn't respect her you know and everything and so it's just like it's a really good moment at the end it's great um, also awesome soundtrack great. yeah soundtrack's great um, that they won an Oscar for best song which is a uh, High the time of my life. Um, also, uh, Patrick Swayze wrote "She's Like the Wind." Uh, that, <laughs> that was a huge song as well. He actually wrote it for Young Blades, 
And they were like, this is a fucking hockey movie. I don't want this shit. And so when, when he got uh, Dirty Dancing, um, he was like, hey, I have a fucking banger for you. <laughs> got a banger. And, and, and it was great. It's awesome. Um, Nobody puts Swayze in the corner. <laughs> What's your number six? Uh, my number six is Gross Point Blank, John Cusack, uh, Jeremy Piven. Uh, I forget the girl's name. Uh, she's from Goodwill Hunting. I get Oh, she's English. It's not Mini Driver. Fuck is it? It is. Is it? It's, 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 it's Mini, Mini Driver. Driver. That's yeah. it. Uh, thank you. Uh, and it's uh, a guy uh, come, go, uh, is coming back for his high school reunion. He hadn't been in his hometown since he left uh, the day after graduation because he decided to join the army, do that for a little bit, and then he became a hitman. And he wants to hook up or see his high school girlfriend that he loved. Uh, he left because he said, <laughs> "I love the line where he's like, he goes." Like right after I graduate, I really wanted to kill someone. So I <laughs> thought you might not be the best person I'd see. So he just left and joined the army. Um, Jeremy Piven's great. That's one of his high school friends. And he's kind of seeing life back. Like they say, you can never go home again. And he goes home and like he's like checking out his hometown stuff. It's like a small town in Michigan. Uh, and then there's another hitman. He's got a job that he's supposed to do there. And another hitman's coming in town, played by Dan Aykroyd, who's actually really great in it. Yeah, he is. And uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just one of those stories of, like, you know, lost loves, and he, you get a second chance, and I like that. Yeah, it's it's weird, because you would think that those those two genres mixing in this way wouldn't work. Like a hitman and a love story? Well, no, it's <laughs> or, like, a, like a high school, like a, um, what's what I'm for, like a... Uh, not, not unsung, but like you know that like uh, wanting to go back and, and prove to everybody that you you know that that you actually you know did well you know like there's a lot of high school movies you know about about the, that like you know, high school reunion and stuff and you, and, the, and the guy going back and trying to like be cool or like you know Michelle and Romy's like you know thing yeah. and like, like American Pie reunion you know there's there's all those types of movies and so in this like you know he's going back you know because you know one he has a job and then. You know, he also uh, <laughs> it's his fucking high school, yeah. and it's uh, it's 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 great. It's it's on my list, but like it, it, it is a lot of fun. Um, awesome soundtrack as well. Yeah, the soundtrack's amazing. Uh, yeah, and like John Cusack somehow looks like a badass kind of in this. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I did. I, I, I love that Dan Aykroyd doesn't like him because he doesn't want to join his union. Like yeah, I, 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 I love. There's that. like a union of hitmen. Yeah, like, and and that, like basically Dan Aykroyd thinks that they ought to be working for themselves and stuff. He's like union and John Cusack's like I, I don't want to be in union, and so like you know he tries to kill him because of that. <laughs> fucking great um yeah no uh very good movie uh my number six is uh crouching tiger hidden dragon come out in uh 2000 it's my uh favorite ang lee film um he probably peaked here um (laughs) absolutely incredible tell um it has so many just like fable um you know legendary you know style it's a very fantasy field it has that, that very um, China ancient feel to it of, of the it has I'm gonna say like the Hong Kong of the 70s, but it's so romantic um, and it's just it's so well shot. Uh, the a score actually won uh, an Oscar. It was nominated I think for ten Oscars, including Best Picture. It won four. Um, Chinese fat, as I said earlier, is incredible in it. Um, it's just like. Uh, it's so fucking good, man. I, 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 I'm, I'm definitely going to try and watch it probably tomorrow. Uh, or, or it's fun when you talk about a movie you hadn't seen a little bit, and like you're like it pumps you up. You're like, I yeah, watch it's this. just like there, there's so many well done fight sequences. Um, when Michelle Yao and oh, God, look at her name real quick, I can't can't remember it. Um, Michelle Yao and Zheng Ziyi um, are fighting um, in, in this like. Uh, 
it's, it's, it's like a weapons room kind of and zhang has the, the 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 like green destiny which is like this like magical swords this fucking powerful weapon um and she's not as good as michelle yao and but but her weapon is so powerful and so yao keeps having to go to the wall and get like new new, new like 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 more swords and shit because like you know they they keep being broken and so it's just this really well crafted fight of experience versus versus like you know like tech basically or whatever it's fucking great man um and just uh, it also has the, the, this amazing love story uh two ways um um the, all four of the main characters this like you know uh you know this romantic element going on and this danger and and this this like uh, this love that like can't be because of like life stations and stuff or whatever it's awesome all right well my number five is rob Ryder's the american president starring michael douglas net benning uh martin sheen michael j fox uh written by aaron sorkin uh it's a kind of an interesting story take on a love story of having the president of the united states like he his wife died years go by and uh he gets his second term and he meets uh a lobbyist played by annette benning who's trying to help like fuel efficiencies and stuff the environment stuff and uh he all of a sudden just finds himself smitten with her and he asks her out on a date and people like you know the public's like oh my god they're president's going out on a date and blah 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 and stuff and he's trying to like have a relationship and run the country at the same time she's trying to you know like do her job and like have this relationship like they have chemistry and stuff and it's just it's a really lovely story he's got a daughter and like they meet and stuff but it's just it's interesting to watch him like run the country like do the stuff he's got to do because he's trying to pass like gun laws and stuff and then like court this uh, lobbyist and then also have the public opinion like people kind of don't like the idea of him dating and stuff like that like and stuff so yeah because like what's it like like his wife died or something yeah, or, yeah. his wife died but like he got reelected yeah. because of it almost they said oh and so like it's, it's like hurting his numbers and stuff yeah. or whatever so like it's bringing his numbers down yeah. or something like that and I mean it's 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 a really just beautiful Aaron Sorkin wrote I, it I haven't seen it in so long wrote it really well uh it got martin sheen the west wing it got michael j fox spin city like it spun like they it's acted just beautifully yeah. and stuff like that it's a really great story it's one of those you can just kind of watch over and over too it's 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 easy watch uh, my number five is um uh 2004 film eternal sunshine of the spotless mind uh directed by michael gondry with the screenplay by charlie kaufman uh, starring Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, Kirsten Dunst, Mark Ruffalo, Elijah Wood. Um, I love this movie. Uh, I've actually never seen it. Man, dude. Um, it's, God, there's so much amazing direction in this. And there's so much just story and everything. So basically, uh, I, like, I'm not sure how much of it that, that you you know what's going on. I remember when it came out, but I couldn't tell you what it's about. Um, so there's this uh, experiment or this this device that, that this professor has has created um, where they can burn memories out of your mind. Um, and Jim Carrey is going through this really bad breakup and he's decided he just doesn't want to feel anything for her anymore. So he has, uh, he's decided to, to burn Kate Winslet out of his mind. And so what, what we're, we're getting is, um, while, while he's under, we're getting to live in his memories of, and then as they're being deleted and stuff, whatever, and it's just fucking so incredible. It's great. And it's just this amazing love story. Um, even though there's so much 
toxicness to it as well. There's so much anger that they actually they they still find each other even because both of them have it done, and they still uh, meet each other again and 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 like go for it again, basically whatever. And so it's just like you know, I don't know. I think that it speaks to so many people that have gone through really bad breakups and like you know this pain that you you just don't want to go through. And having uh, the, you know your your love be be, be like unrequited and you know just uh, just I don't know just you know not knowing how to deal with with being alive and being a person and having to like push through and like learn from like your your, your issues and stuff whatever so uh, super beautiful movie uh, it was nominated for a few Oscars uh, Kate Winslet was nominated for best actress um, she didn't win I don't I don't believe so for the role but. Uh, Charlie Kaufman's hands are all over this. Um, it's super. It's got his like intrinsic style. You know, it's very intelligent. Um, uh, you know, so it just and then like the, there's a subplot of Kirsten Dunst, Mark Ruffalo, and Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood is in love with Kirsten Dunst, but she doesn't like him. She instead has been hooking up with the professor to his Mark Ruffalo, and so like there's this triangle there. So there's anger there as well. You know, it's great. Um, you should totally check it out. Uh, my number four is Up in the Air, actually. Which oh, funny. Already took. Okay, yes, yeah. yes. That is a, just a great movie. George Clooney's amazing in it. So, since we've talked about that, you can go to your number four. Uh, well, I mean, like, did you want, want to talk more about like Up in the Air? Or, like, are you... I I mean, like, well, it, it, is there anything specific on why you, you chose it? Uh, I chose it because, uh, I don't know, I love the idea, like, he's... He's got his own life and he's happy with it, and like no one really agrees with it because he doesn't really agree with marriage and stuff like that. And like I, I've known people kind of like that, and it's just pretty much like when you meet the one you want to be with, it can change. It's true. Yeah, that's kind of I feel like a little bit how the story goes. It, it's it's almost like there's an ignorance and bliss almost, yeah. you know, uh, where where like you know, he, you know when you don't you don't know what you don't have, it's easy to not want it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you know he just he's very he's early on he's very cool and smug you know and suave and everything you know and he's charming but he's kind of like you know this like I'm gonna say like you know he's not like super standoffish but he's very much aloof you know he, he's not really he doesn't want to get close to anybody yeah I mean oh like he meets Anna Kendrick's character yeah. of course and she's like hey she just moved here because of a guy and she got the job and stuff like that and then he already doesn't like her. Because, like, hey, you're living, like, that marriage lifestyle, or you, you want to get married and all that, have kids, live yeah. that normal lifestyle, that's not mine. And then also, she's trying to destroy his world, because her new, like, program that she's doing with her job, his yeah. her job, destroys what he it does, his yeah. world. So, like, he is already standoff, and then, like, their relationship, after just communicating, is really nice to yeah. see, and then he meets the girl and stuff and it's it's great uh my number four um is 2016's la la land um i'm not sure if you've seen this or I not. Have not seen that. um i like i I'm, it was funny because like i didn't see it until after it became this joke because th- their name was called for for like best picture when it was actually moonlight and stuff whatever and so um and then it was like all these people were saying like oh it's a it's super boring da, da, da. I, was, I was like oh, okay well I, I guess I don't, I don't need to see it then and then i went i forget where i think maybe patty's mom's house that like I went over and they just started it. I fucking love it. It's um, Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone are really on top of their game here. Incredible music. Um, it's God. It's filmed so intimate yet yet big. It has a very um, old school film feel to it, like like the golden age. It feels like like it's like the old Hollywood stage films. Is because like there's all these like. 
um, moments where they they go into like a song and dance, and it's like it's almost like you know it's like a singing in the rain or something where, where where you know you don't know this is like real or if it's just like them explaining a scene you know and stuff whatever and like both of them sound great uh, really go for it but the story in itself. Um, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are both struggling in their field in in L.A. Um, he is a struggling jazz pianist, um, and she is a struggling actress. And they they meet each other by chance, and meeting each other opens up kind of like new opportunities. And um, and he he ends up um, taking a job at, like uh, John Legend is like a bigger artist and stuff and he goes in, in, into the club where he's playing and he offers him to like come on the road with him and stuff at one point and then she starts getting like you know certain jobs and roles and stuff but for whatever reason it's like as they become more successful their relationship worsens and stuff and so it's just like there's just so much amazing here the uh, song he plays at the end um, is fucking super passionate uh, it, it's really great um, if you haven't seen it I would definitely say like you, know, you and Allison should like you know, check it out okay and my number three is uh, Rob Reiner's The Princess Bride <laughs> that's also my number three. Oh, really okay well uh, I mean this is it's the classic fantasy love story of guy, you know, does whatever he w- can for the girl. Like, um, yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm sure I would imagine that most of our audience has seen it or whatever. Yeah. But you know, if you haven't, uh, the Princess Bride is actually based on a real book. Um, and the uh, start of the film, there is uh, a sick. You know, uh, it's got this sick kid. Uh, it's Fred Savage. Like when the movie came out, I looked exactly like I this kid. I almost said Fred Durst. I was like, Fred Durst. <laughs> It's all about the nookie <laughs> in the Princess Bride. In the first Stick it up your A. Yeah. Um, so this uh, Fred. Uh, <laughs> Rip this fucking face. <laughs> Give me something to break. Yeah. Um, he is uh, sick at home. His grandfather comes over to read him a book. And um, of course, at that age, you know, he's like, you know, I don't want to. It's like a book. It's a book, you know, and it's like, it's a lovey dovey book. And he's like, not into it because, like, you know, boys aren't allowed to like, you know, stuff. They're kissing. Uh, yeah. And so, um, and it's just about, about this, uh, this, like, evil dread pirate and stuff you know and like he kills the uh main girl's love interest and everything and she gets um she has to like marry this this, this evil dickhead you know prince humperdinck prince humperdinck and um it's uh it's this uh, and then she gets kidnapped because he's trying to start a war between other you know countries and stuff and everything and so he hires these these three bandits and they're all super fun and charismatic in their own way and like you know that they're these great characters and like Nick Montoya is still quoted yeah. 40 years later you know it, it's uh, uh, Onto the Giant yeah. is great in it um and uh, I, I never I don't know his fucking I remember name but he's inconceivable inconceivable um, I, I love his entire monologue about yeah. where the poison is and stuff is fucking great um, yeah and so basically you, you find out that like her her, her love actually became uh, the uh, Dread Pirate Roberts and he's the one who's been trying to free her and so he has to best everybody and everything it's just it's it just it's great it's so fairy tale esque and classic in every sense, you know, and it's what I, just we as kids, you know, wanted to to do and stuff. And I, I love it; it's great. It is great. Uh, that was number three, right? Yeah. What's your number two? Um, number two is by the way, like we do, like our favorite directors. Like I might have Rob Reiner as one of mine because he's, <laughs> he's good. Man. He's he's good. Like he went on this like ten year run. Of yeah. Some I mean, of the I think uh, he did Misery. It did stand by me. Stand by me. And both, I, I love both those films. Yeah. Uh, Misery is is I think number 
two on my thrillers or something. Whatever, yeah. it's fucking, it's amazing. But um, his next one is When Harry Met Sally. Ah, there it is. There it is. Uh, <laughs> I just love this movie. Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan, just kill it. It's you know, two people meet each other and they don't really like each other, and then years later they see each other again and yeah. they become friends. And I always love the idea of like being friends with someone and then like you marrying your best friend and like you know they have this straight relationship they're just friends they date other people they talk about you know their relationships and finally until the end when he realizes that's who i want to be with i, yeah. I want to and he gives the big speech that zach or that on scrubs gets i was literally it. just about to say that yeah. I, I was going to say that that's my my favorite takeaway from it is that um um <laughs> Turk gets tricked into uh, telling Carla the, uh, the the monologue because he can't think of his own vows or, 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 yeah. or, or his own speech or whatever. And so he, he just does that monologue and, and she's like, what the fuck, man? It's entire speech from Mary Sally. But it, it's, it's so great. good. And it's just the chemistry of Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal is amazing. Yeah, see, so it, it's not higher on the list because I don't remember so much about it. Like, like I've seen it, I've seen it a few back. times. I just I feel like I, I always catch the end when they're already friends and stuff, you know. Yeah. And it's like you know, and I, and like I remember them arguing about the 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 table that that's like a wagon wheel and stuff. His friend, you know, oh, yeah. it's like it's a fucking terrible table, you know, uh, <laughs> all of that stuff. And then and then all the couples, you know, that them like talking to the couples and stuff and getting like their, their yeah. advice on things. But it's written really well, where like they you know they have these great conversations that people in real life have. And yeah. I love like the beginning when they first meet, they were talking about how like Billy Chris was talking about how men and women can't be friends yeah because like you know to the point like the guy wants to know you okay it's just and he's like she's like men and women can be friends he's like who are you friends with and he's like yeah that dude wants to fuck you okay (laughs) and it's it's so true like that's how she's having oh yeah yeah um no it's 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 definitely it's definitely a classic one i mean like i I can't fault you for having it this high i just i don't know it enough to to feel comfortable putting it much higher on my list uh my number two is a film that you probably never heard of and probably knows people i've never heard of and that is 2009's away we go um it stars john uh krasinski and maya rudolph uh, directed by sam mendez who also did uh 1917. American Beauty, I think. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Um, so. it, it, it doesn't come off the I think top of the head. He did some James Bond movies, too. Uh, maybe. I mean, like, you know, he, he's done a, a few a few good things, but uh, it also has, you know, Jeff Daniels in it, Maggie Gyllenhaal, um, Allison uh, Janney. Uh, it's a story about. Um, I say like a younger couple, but you know, a couple like in their in their in their mid twenties, late twenties at this point, they're um, living near John Krasinski's parents, and they and they get pregnant, um, and they they go over to see his parents to tell them you know what's going on and stuff and everything because at this point she's like uh, seven months or something at this point, and um, their his parents are like, hey, we actually just sold our house. We're 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 about to like start like like traveling the country. You know, we're we're in our mid sixties. We can't. We can't be here for you, you know, and so they don't really have a home um, because um, basically both of them are, f- are from other places in the country and stuff, and that they, they just moved there to be close to his parents. Um, so they, they decide to to hit the road and and visit people and figure out w- what's home to them. Um, and it's just this incredible relationship where she doesn't want to get married because her parents. Um, you know, got divorced and stuff, and it, and it broke her in a certain way. And and he really wants to get married because his parents had this amazing relationship. And they 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 visit you know friends up up in Canada, and like their their one friend, 
you know, can't give birth, you know, and, and she's been trying forever and it, they've adopted all these kids and they, they want a fucking baby so bad. And, you know, it's like super sad. Um, and then they, you know, visit like her sister in Phoenix and stuff. So it's just like you get all these different um advices and, and, and these different worlds that like that you know all these people are in different parts of their life and stuff and it's just like how they interpret everything and, and what what is a family and what is love and it's uh it's fucking incredible it's, it's really good um it was just like an indie film it just never really got um i bought it randomly um i think it like fucking blockbuster or something or whatever uh you know forever ago uh i think it, it, i just it, it, i like john krasinski i was like i was like okay you, know, you can't you don't have to say forever ago if you say blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> there's there's one left uh yeah so i, I just I, I saw the cover i liked him uh, i was like okay you know i'll check it out or whatever and uh it's it's amazing um you know yeah. don't you borrow it but like okay. you know it's it's great oh and we get down to our number ones and my number one is actually just a personal favorite of mine it is uh the Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, no, not Sleepless in Seattle, but actually, you've got mail. Woo! I know, it's so weird, but I don't know what it is about this movie. I just find it cute and charming. Uh, Tom, both uh, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan are in the book business. Uh, Tom Hanks runs a Fox Books, which is like a Borders or <laughs> Fox Books. Yeah, uh, a, like kind of like a Borders. Jesus, borders. I don't know. That's, borders that's been I don't know. Borders, uh, kind of like a what is it? Barnes and Noble, mm. pretty much place. A big chain bookstore. And she hates those. She hates those. She does not like those. She has a very like small children's bookstore yeah. that's been in her family, and uh, they met online with secret names and stuff, and they kind of become pen pals. It's a uh, it's a remake of an old movie called A Shop Around the Corner, which, of course, her little kid's bookstore is called Shop Around the Corner. <laughs> uh, but it's just their chemistry. It's just a retelling of that story. And it's just yeah. it's so cute of them being pen pals. And they become like fr- like their best friends on pen pals, but they hate each other in real life. Yeah. And then Tom Hanks' character realizes it's her. So he's got to like. Did they meet it at the like, needle or something or whatever at the end? Uh, no, that's Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, oh, you're, you're, okay. See, yeah, I've I've literally seen half of both these, and I don't know which one's which. Oh, see, have you ever seen Joe vs. Volcano too? Because they're in that together too. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the trifecta of those. Two they, they also did a uh, fourth movie together um, in the like late late two thousand odds or whatever and stuff. Where um, he's I, 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 like I'll find it in okay. a second, but yeah. But I don't know. It's just a charming movie. I don't know why I've watched it. Like I, I used to come on TNT and I would watch it, and then it would come on again right after they would show it like two times in a row and yeah. i'd watch it again i mean i just i love this movie yeah, it's I'm, so cute i, I hate it because like i i know that those are the same thing with like you know um you know like we'll win harry about sally like like, yeah. like like those are the as i said with like terminator 2 being like the the the, the action you, yeah. know, you know like top three staple i feel like one of those three is probably up there also and i just don't know them enough to like really like you know, get into them and now that i'm older I, I might appreciate them more i just remember my my family watching sleepless in seattle and it came out in what like 90 92 maybe 93 yeah, so i was like 10 because i yeah. think we had it on tape uh when i live with, with my grandmother and it's like it just it didn't hold my attention because i'm a fucking kid but like you know i, I don't want to go like in the room so like, like i just sat there and you know i saw that one in theaters and that one i was a little young and i wasn't into it as much but i went 
Like, I would take a lot of girls to movies for dates and stuff like that. And we, I've seen a lot of chick flicks. And my mom's favorite actress Hold is Julia. Hold the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's favorite actress is Julia Roberts. So I've okay. seen, like, so many of her movies. And that's how she got started doing Pretty Mystic Woman. Pizza, baby. Yeah. Steel Magnolias. <laughs> I, I mean, I love Steel Magnolias. Yeah, that's a good movie. If that had a love story, that's a good drama. But It's, it's a good drama. There's no love. I'm so mad it's not on my drama list now. Like, it's so it. good. It's good. It's, yeah. It really is good. Um, yeah, so uh, no no surprise either for me. Mine's obviously 500 Days of Summer. I knew it. Um, it came out in 2009, directed by Mark Webb, starring uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Zoe Deschanel. Um, and what I love about it is, I, I know that you think of it as a rom-com. Um, and me and your wife both completely disagree, because it's not. It, it's it's the anti-love movie. Oh, yeah. I mean. it's um, And there's just so much truth in it. Um, there's so much inventive uh, direction. Um, there's, you know, the, the way that, you know, you, you have to watch it at least probably three or four times to really get everything out of it, you know, because you, you go into it the first time and you view it as only from the perspective of Joseph Gordon Levitt, you view him as the hero. And like, you know, and she's a bitch and she, she should love him and this and that. And like, he's doing everything right, you know? And then you go back and you watch it from, and you you really get it from her perspective and, and like how she's honest up front. And she's like, I don't really want to be like in a relationship. You know, I just want to like have fun right now. And it's like, he ignores everything she says. And then he's upset with her when, when she's honest with him, you know? And it's like, you know, and it's just... You know, he's been, and I feel like a lot of our generation was poisoned by you know rom coms in, in terms of you know growing up in high school and stuff, thinking that that's what love was, and it's like you know, and, and that's who he is in this movie is that you know I hate it because it got like this hipster rap where because I see that. because this is always Deschanel, well, yeah, because at that time she was the like manic pixie girl, which has been like this is overused you know term now, but. Um, also, because of the soundtrack, it's very like indie hits and stuff or whatever. And the 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 you know just more Levitt is more of a of an indie kind of darling than like a bigger you know star or whatever. You know, as long as not a a Christopher Nolan movie. But um, the 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 scene where he goes to her apartment and it's expectations versus reality is so, so fucking amazing. Yeah, it's really good. it's so amazing because. I've been there. I've. I, th- I think any any man or woman who is going to see an ex that that they're still in love with and thinking that like okay, if I'm charming enough, if I'm smart enough, if, if I dress a certain way, if I if I do this or do that, she's gonna want me again, you know. And I love that it's going both ways, and you know, and it ends with um, you know he's by himself, and and on one side it's them, you know getting hot and heavy on a wall making out and then on the other end it's him by himself drinking a beer and then the scene slowly transitions to fade the 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 uh, expectations out of frame and it slowly moves her into frame showing her new like engagement ring and it's just so fucking heartbreaking it's just like you know it's just it's so fucking smart and great um see i think that's why though like it gets the whole uh people like you know she's a bitch and yeah, she, yeah it's because it's like you know she tells him up front hey i don't want this i don't want this i don't want this and then she does take it it's just not with him yes and that's why like people and, have that and, uh, which is crazy because like 
It's just the point is she wasn't meant to be with him. Exactly. 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 Right. And it's you know, and it's it, at the end, it shows him, and there's a new girl named yeah. in, in Otto, and he kind of smiles at the camera, and it's like he didn't learn anything, you know. Yeah. And, and that's and that's you know the problem is that like you know he just he's so, but I, see that's like however you want to take it, but I love the idea of like he might not have learned anything. Yeah. But he's staying who he is. He's fair. not going to change. Fair. And that's I mean that but, could but, be you know it starts off you know he's he's working at this you know greeting card company and he's you know he's doing all of these like really amazing because he's seen so many movies he knows what what love people want to hear yeah. and it has a lot of that when Harry met Sally uh, when, when Harry met Sally Annie Hall vibe where all the all the couples talk to, to the camera yeah. about love and about things and, and like and like I I love all that also yeah. and um and just his friends keep telling him they're like dude there's it's okay there's more fish he's like no there's no there's no more fish there's one you know and like you know they're throughout the movie and they see him you know getting to this dark place and they keep trying to be like look you know like 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 like, like his sister is, is viewed as this like really smart person you know which i think it's funny because that's uh chloe grace moretz who who took it on to yeah. be like uh you know um you know for hit girl and everything else but she's like really good in this as his sister and she's like look just because a girl likes the same music as you doesn't mean you're fucking meant to be and it's like that's so true i think um men who are infatuated with the idea of of being in love they look for signs that aren't really there you know and it's like you know like a long time ago i was i was writing this um this book about you know uh stuff whatever this like a relationship and the the main character um it was the the, the like three three tales of something or whatever and it's basically these like three different uh, errors of this guy's life of him falling in love and um and it's all about how we view infatuation with love and stuff and how we'll look into like like oh man like you know she loves the same movies as me and, and loves you know that that book and the same video game like oh my god like and it's like we'll we'll, we'll look at those things and think that those are reasons to be with somebody and not the the actual personality and stuff and and, and what we are in our life and everything so i i love all of that in the film, I think it's fucking super smart. Um, it's it's great, um, and I, I love that it's gotten more love over the years um, from, from from bigger bigger people. Even though a lot of people viewed it in two thousand nine as like our generations, like Annie Hall, whatever. But yeah. it's great. It and there's our <laughs> lovely our movies, romantic uh, movies. Uh, I kind of kind of ended on like, like a bummer there, but <laughs> hey, that's your fault. Okay, I, I, I chose the good cute Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. You know, they get together Fair. at the end, and she's like, "I was hoping it was you," and then you get the oh, yeah. one that's like, "Yeah, very, you know, she was hoping it wasn't you." <laughs> it's more, you know, nihilistic almost, whatever. Where it, you know, like you know, it's you know, but it's it's just I love that. Like, like he's right, you know. When, when they first meet and they're talking about love and stuff, and he's trying to like feel her out, and he's and like she's like, I don't really believe in love, and he's like, he's like, oh, that's that, that you know, and he's telling her that that she's wrong because you know they're you know she, she hasn't met the right person, and at the end, you know, he just like, well, I mean, like, how'd you know? And, she, and she's like, well, because. I like, like, I, I felt about him what I didn't feel about you, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, I just knew, I like, I, I met him, and it's like, as soon as I knew, I thought of, I thought of you, Tom, because, you know, I wanted to say, you know, you're fucking right. And it's like, it's so heartbreaking for him to hear, <laughs> I'm sure. But it's also, he's right, you know, like, you know, and, and, and love is real, you know, it's just, you just have to find the, the person that is supposed to be with everything. It's fucking, it's a great movie. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> And we all hope that y'all find y'all's right people. Yeah, guys. Uh, So, um, but next week 
we'll be hitting on with our top 10 um top 10 list man I'm, I'm super excited to see where we are and everything with it i will be doing um i'm gonna I'm hop back on on the youtube and i'll be doing my top 100 um from 100 to number one uh which i guess if you listen to the podcast you you're gonna know my top 10 but you know like you know maybe you'll like the 100 to yeah. 11 or whatever um so that'd be like excuse me a, a very long drawn out thing obviously it's gonna take forever to fucking do that but um, I'm looking forward to next week and really diving into all of our films and why and why we love them and stuff and all yeah. the history of them and stuff and everything. So that'll probably be a, be a long one also. Yeah, um, a little bit. Might not be that long because we've gone over probably so many of the movies. Yeah, but like I'm really doing a lot of cliff notes, you yeah. know, and stuff. And I feel like once we get into like our fucking favorites, I'm really going to like yeah. hammer it. I'm like, yeah, gosh, we're fucking talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, I go back to work in the next 10 days. So oh. hopefully that doesn't affect us being able to record and stuff. We'll fucking see. Whatever. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, see ya. See ya. <laughs>